Shane, Bailey, Hello. Maximus. That's Maximus. That's not your last. That's not your last name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to Hello. the Last of Us series. Uh, my name is Ricky Salvador, and I am here once again. Shane Bailey, Chainlock, whatever you want to call him at this Hello. point. Chainlock. Chainlock. We are back. Hello. And okay. we are here to discuss episode four of the Last of Us series that has swept the nation. So much adulation, so much popularity for this show. Pedro Pascal just hosted SNL. It's pretty good. I saw a couple of his skits. They're all right. I haven't seen it yet. I saw I saw a couple of trailers. Looked pretty funny though. Oh yeah, it was he was all right. He was he's more of a dramatic actor than a than a comedic actor, but he's got his moments. Oh yeah, I feel mm-hmm. I feel respectfully respectfully to the daddy. Um, so daddy. use this <laughs> use this <laughs> as a spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the last episode of The Last of Us, please begin our series. What are you waiting for? It's only been out for yeah. about twelve hours. But what are you doing with your uh, life? What are you doing exactly? Like, come on, you know how hard we've worked on this. But anyway, <laughs> please give it a listen. Plenty of fun stuff to come, but know this as a spoiler warning for The Last of Us Episode 4, titled mm-hmm. Please Hold to My Hand. Shane, strap on, buddy. Hello. Well, what? What? That <laughs> 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 I catch you by surprise. Hopefully you did. <laughs> That's usually how it goes anytime that I used to pick up Shane anyway. It's like, hey, yeah, man, hey, how's it going? Fun. All right. And then I sped off. Welcome back. This is the Free Hi. Topic Podcast. We are here to discuss the last episode that went live. Episode four, mm. titled Please Hold to My Hand, directed by Jeremy Webb. Mm. And we saw quite a lot as far as Joel and Ellie's relationship is concerned. But a lot of we we started seeing some bonds of friendship there as a caring and quite possibly yeah. love, you know, mm. uh, between them both. Of course, not in the <clears throat> not in your usual meet you type, but more of us like a like reluctant. We're here in this situation. I have to trust you, or else I'm probably going to die. I'm going. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll be here for a quick recap again. My my record right now has been at 10 minutes. I'm going to keep trying <laughs> to put it down <laughs> to like five. So here we go. All right, quick recap. We find Joel and Ellie out in the road. They are heading west, Wyoming, to get Tommy, Joel's brother. In between that, we cut to quite a bit of montage about which serves as a sort of look into the developing friendship between Joel and Ellie. Ellie is very quick to impose her sense of humor which i think he secretly likes not gonna lie but she comes up with a lot of these punny jokes which is a fun little easter egg because she finds a book of dad jokes and essentially she starts telling dad jokes throughout the game and you start seeing that joel is softening his stance he's starting to be a little more protective of his newfound ward as he transports her across the u.s and until they get to a crossroads at Kansas City. And in this, fans of the game will know that this was another change from the game where it is uh, not Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was a pretty huge chunk of the game. 
but mm-hmm. uh, it's actually Kansas City this time around. Which makes sense because Kansas City is westward. It's like Midwest. So they decide because their path is blocked and we will come to find out is blocked for a reason because of the new rebellion military group that took over Kansas City and overthrew the QZ. But uh, they decide to go into the city anyway. And as they get into the city, they get lost because Ellie, having never been in a car or seen a map, I guess. Because that's not something that they teach in QZ school. No. <laughs> so they get lost and they come across an ambush. And this is one of those times where Ellie starts to see just how dangerous Joel is and what kind of person he can devolve to being when not having anybody to kind of look out for. He's just left by himself. And it's game of uh, blind cat and mouse starts because uh, we meet newcomer Kathleen, who is the ruthless dictator kind of leader to this group that took over the QZ. And already we start to see that not everywhere is as structured as Boston is when we first came into the series. This place has a lot more organized chaos, I would think. They don't have Mm -hmm. ration lines. They don't have anything like that. It's just this militant group that overthrew the FEDRA organization and claimed Kansas City for their own. And the episode crescendos and ends with Ellie and Joel finding somewhere to hole up for the night until they get to the other side of the city and are able to get back into the path to go into Wyoming. And the episode ends with Joel and Ellie, for as far as we know, are taken captive by a couple of raiders, but they're not actually raiders. For fans of the game, we know them as Henry and Sam. Oh, I figured that out without yeah. even yeah, without yeah. playing the games. Like they they led up to it. They were talking about two peeps the entire time. Like here, we're looking for these guys. Henry and, Henry and Sam. Yeah, Henry and yeah. Sam. And I knew that much. Uh, again, like, I know a little bit about the game mm-hmm. up until this point. So a lot of it up is, around like... around the, the Henry and Sam storyline? Kind of, but to... not okay. really. Like, I know okay. of it. I know about them. I know they exist. But so just just from watching the show, like the, how the way the episode panned out, the entire time I was like, no, they're going to run into these two peeps. It's going to happen. Yeah. It, it, it just makes narrative sense for them to run into these characters because they're already on the run. They killed and, quite, a, quite a few. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But that was the recap. I think I did really well. That was three minutes. Awesome. And one of the things I want to do is get into the highlights of the episode. So we'll go ahead and start with, I'll throw some at you and we'll do this rapid fire style and see if you have around the same. Uh, For me, one of the things that stuck out was Joel's clinging to, I guess, the world before the pandemic or the the post-apocalyptic cordyceps mm-hmm. all that as far as coffee is concerned and chef boyardee oh, and hank yes. williams and for ellie it has to be like she found a time capsule in joel that mm-hmm. she gets to find out what life was like before all of this happened which is interesting to see because that's all she knows right she was born mm-hmm. in this world so 
I thought that was pretty neat. Twenty year old coffee, I can't even begin to. I, I, coffee is coffee, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was right there with Joel, like when he was just like, "What you don't like coffee?" <laughs> no, absolutely no. As a Latino growing up in a Hispanic household, coffee was pretty much readily available at all times of the day. <laughs> so we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about what. <laughs> what um, what the highlights were of the show. So what do you think, Shane? What um, else did you have? To me, I thought it was absolutely great how some of the story beats were almost exactly the same as the game. Oh, like yeah. the whole car, se- the car sequence when they were driving and she finds, what was oh. the name of the, the music? <laughs> the porno story? mag, basically. Uh, uh, oh, ooh, no. Yeah, that, that oh, and that, the porno and, uh, <laughs> uh, Hank Williams, <laughs> actually. Is yes, the name there we are. The Sorry. I music am, it was as far as the game's concerned it was there there was same story beats like it was the same as far as i'm concerned you you might have some things to say knowing Mm -hmm. you know the game a lot better than me but it it seemed like there was very faithful to the source material in the sense that it i felt like i was watching an interpretation of the game it it wasn't that i was watching interpretation of the game i was watching like a fan-made version of the scenario if that makes sense because that's a good point that you touch on because yeah Mm. it it is beat by beat line by line a Mm -hmm. faithful reiteration of what the video game had as a scene which is Mm -hmm. and uh which is ellie the porno mag, the music, all of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like for me, I, as a fan of the game, I found this extremely satisfying that mm-hmm. they're not trying to do too much away from the source material. Because we saw that in episode three, Bill is alive in the game. He didn't die. Mm-hmm. Only Frank died. But in this show, Bill and Frank died, had the poetic ending. Wonderful, okay. but I love the fact that they are bringing a little more from the video game in this episode so good point yeah like it, it was awesome yeah. it was in this coincidentally it's also the same kind of instance where we see ellie not being so so guarded uh she's starting mm-hmm. to trust joel in the video game around this point and the same thing is happening here on the show uh, i do have a question though because i don't remember from the video game did sure. ellie get the pistol at that time so that is a nice little narrative change. So in Pittsburgh, they come mm-hmm. across these pockets of, we don't know if they're Fedra, we don't know if they're Fireflies, mm-hmm. we just know that they're out to kill Joel and Ellie. And mm-hmm. uh, she is, again, the same as in the show, she's been trying to get armed ever since she's set off with Joel and Tess. And she gets the gun after she proves herself. They come across a particularly large pocket of rebels or whatever, this military group that took over the QZ or took over Pittsburgh. And Joel realizes that he can't do it on his own. All they have really is just a handgun and a rifle. Mm-hmm. And he hands the rifle over to over to Ellie after Ellie saves his life. So that's a nice little mirror from what the show has to what the video game showed is that Ellie saved Joel's life. Joel was about to be drowned in the video game. And here he was about to have his 
neck snapped by this yeah. kid who just got the better of him at that time. Almost similar. He yeah. was about to be almost similar. He was about to yeah. He was about to die. So Ellie comes to the rescue, and in the game, she just grabs a pistol that was laying around during the scuffle that that Joel mm. had with this guy. And mm. in the video game, after you get through that large pocket I was talking about, mm. then Joel he starts to realize that Ellie is a lot more capable than your average fourteen year old. She right. is pretty much, you know, as the show kind of put it in the after show, she is Joel in a lot of ways. She is the mm-hmm. same. She is not as timid. She is not as easily scared of what the world has around them. And this is kind of him showing that I trust you for emergencies only in that capacity. Right. But mm-hmm. I trust you with the gun. And I would like to highlight also the fact that Pedro is humanizing joel a lot more in the game joel Mm -hmm. is a lot more defensive yeah and a lot more stoic and a lot more grumpier than you know he (laughs) he he lets he's a grumpy grumpy boy he's a grumpy guy but in here in in the show he is showing that ellie shouldn't have to shoot anybody he took responsibility for that because mm-hmm. he assumed that fuck man like she's gonna be scarred by this because she had to kill somebody because i couldn't handle myself you know like i couldn't mm-hmm. handle the situation and so he tries to kind of console her in a way that you know a dad would and mm-hmm. you start seeing the little seeds being planted of what he could have had if sarah had survived during the beacon during the start of it so i thought that was pretty nice and that's a very very good question and yeah like she gets it's a very long answer that i gave you but yeah she gets the gun around this time okay cool. <laughs> I, i'm just going to remember like i thought i wasn't well you answered it you said that he she just found the gun she picked up the gun and protected him but in this yep. say in this case in the tv show she found the gun and hid it from joel up until this point and then joel oh, yeah. was like <laughs> <laughs> He starts seeing a little you? red. Yeah, he starts seeing a little red. I thought that they were gonna have a blow up, but it just turns yeah, out. Yeah, no, they, I thought he, I thought he handled. It. Yeah, no, they. Yeah. I think in the TV show they he handled it very well. He was, like you said, he was more upset with himself that it came to that. Whether she had already kept the gun or she found it, she yeah felt the need to i need to shoot this guy because she's about to kill joel (laughs) correct yeah that's what she had in mind uh the whole time Mm -hmm. is that i can't lose this guy or else i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do you know so that and i also want to highlight the way that the city i mean i you can tell it's it's kind of sort of green screen kind of not there are certain moments where you know that you, you you're thinking oh that that's all green screen in the back so special effects pretty good special effects with special effects nonetheless mm-hmm. but the way that they seamlessly showed the difference between the boston qz and the, the glad you brought that up yeah yeah go ahead because yeah, no, that was that was an observation I made watching this episode. I was like, this place seems to be a lot more intact yeah. than the previous city, or like you said, Boston. Like, because the, they brought it up, Tess brought it up, saying that they, you know, the government bombed um, the places, a lot of places, and mm-hmm. they did their best to try to not really stop it, but slow down the infection. 
So, like, when we saw Boston, like, the place was in shambles. Buildings toppled upon each other. It was clearly something happening. At first, I had the thought. I was like, I feel it very hard to believe that this place would degrade to this level in 20 years. Like, <laughs> like don't get me wrong. Like, I obviously wouldn't know that for sure because that's something nobody really knows other than speculation. But it makes more sense now that I realized that Tess had explained that Boston had been bombed. So that makes sense. The place has fallen apart. Buildings are toppled apart on each other because the place was bombed. This place obviously did not get bombed. No. And you can tell because there's still quite a few skyscrapers still. Up and there. that's, that's kind of what Tess said, you know, when they were taking their trek out to the, to the state house that as you put it, quite a lot of cities were bombed. Some worked, like Boston, in the fact that there is an intact QZ. Their Vedra is tightly in control, and there's structure, and there's routine, and there's jobs, and ration cards. There's some semblance of civilization. Civilization there. Here in Kansas City, it's sort of like a good look of what would have happened if the Fireflies did topple Fedra in Boston. We don't know that this group is particularly fireflies but we know that they're definitely not fedra they were regular citizens and as we saw from kathleen's opening scene when we're introduced to her that they survived brutal treatment Mm. you know brutal torture looks like an awful place to live yes absolutely (laughs) and it was sort of ruled with an iron hand you could say and they got through that and they overthrew that. That's one of the things that I thought was was pretty well done. Anything else that you saw that you found interesting or um not particularly i mean it was it was like as far as i was concerned i was watching a live action version of that entire scenario in the game yeah (laughs) this is true because it it was similar but not to a degree but not too similar and it was Mm -hmm. a little bit more realistic in the sense that like it was realistic looking because it was live action i guess is the best way of putting it oh this is true and it's hard to maintain the incredible highs that we experienced in episode three Mm -hmm. i did not have any sort of expectations about it being still that level i know that they Uh were going to pump the brakes a little bit and go like, okay, now we're going to show you the development between the relationship of our two main yeah, leads. Yeah, they did you know? a good job of that. Yeah, so. I giggled like a little boy when she told him <laughs> the fucking scarecrow pun. <laughs> oh, and he answered it right away without missing a beat. That's yeah, and started laughing. Like, yeah. I That's how I know. Like, like he even has the same sense of humor. He knows he's told that joke before. He needs need yeah. the book to mm. tell him that. It's awesome. So um, I think, yeah, it was extremely well done. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that we're like, it was a perfectly good episode of television. Certainly not up to episode three's standards, but it was absolutely necessary to build the arc that they're currently some world, so. some world building. Yeah, basically, which you had you need to have that on a TV show. And uh, uh, answer yeah. me this. Were right. you upset that there was no loading screen when the truck crashed? <laughs> That is one of the many changes that we've seen in the show that at least, <laughs> was... at least, you know what? A welcome change was not seeing Joel <laughs> decapitated or have his throat slit five, six oh, different yeah. times, uh, which was my up. playthrough because I kept fucking up the quick time. Yeah. So at least there's that. 
So at least that there was that <laughs> wonderful change from the chef. Next up, I'm sure that you're going to have plenty, but next up, nitpicks. What I love to call the nitpicks, I've been getting told that I'm being a perfectionist when it comes to looking at these stories from a logical standpoint. And to that, I answer, that's what they call nitpicks. I'm not saying they're fundamentally yes. flawed. It's just little flaws in the plan that I want to know why. Did, anybody, did yes. nobody think of that? Yeah. So uh, one of the main nitpicks that I had was 20-year-old Chef Boyardee. At that point, do you know like if the meat inside of that is even – you're feeding that to somebody? Like that's I don't want water. to – like. That's, that's, that's what's so glorious about canned food. It just lasts. 20 years it's got shelf life I mean, man like that that meat inside has just got to be mush at this it's just not even it's still better than know. probably what they're used to i would imagine i, I don't know. know i don't know I don't uh, to know. me that's i wouldn't sort know of like, i haven't had 20 year old boy like, well the only thing that i'm seeing is that joel didn't bother to just look every nook and cranny in bill's safe house because Fair. that dude had carrots. He was eating rabbit. That dude had he had a <laughs> plentiful access to rabbit, to chickens. Come on, man! Like I'm just I, I don't know. Maybe I'm picky about my food. All I know is, is that yeah, pro- we, it, yeah. it's probably it's a little bit of both. Probably it's a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit you being picky and a little bit of I'm, I'm you being have a bougie, point, though, bougie sure. bitch. Yes, yes, I know. I, I'm away. Uh, I'm away. I'm away. But that that was my that main scene one. would only have been better if they were eating spam. Oh. <laughs> Man, yeah. imagine yeah. Ellie has never had spam. I am not yeah. a huge fan of spam. Fried spam is uh, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little tasty, you could say. But wait. it's just nah, not for me. But what, um, what did you have? I don't have any nitpicks myself other than I don't actually know. No, I don't think I – funny enough, I don't think I had any nitpicks. It really? seemed all – yeah, it was all – uh, other than the whole her getting the gun when she got it, because I wasn't, oh, she got- I yeah, because I had the feeling I was like I don't remember her getting the gun that soon, and her little scene at the beginning of the episode with the mirror, I was like having well, Christmas story flashbacks. You're gonna <laughs> shoot your eye out, kid. Well, remember. <laughs> This is what she found in Bill's store, I guess, in, in his cupboard. Well, it's actually Frank's yeah. gun. Uh, it's not actually Bill's Was gun. it Frank's gun? Yeah, it was Frank's gun that he used. I um, did think it was a cute the... callback. And she was like, this sleeping bag smells nice. And then Joel's like, it was probably Frank's. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I was like, it yeah. Was, uh, it was more funny. than likely Frank's. Frank, yeah. you know, had a uh, 15-year-old can air like little pine tree. Uh, aromatizer somewhere in his mm. stuff so i thought that was pretty cool yeah uh, i'll tell i'll ask you this then since you don't have any nitpicks mm-hmm. you sent me a message mm-hmm. that said this is better Uh-oh. than walking dead now i'm not gonna Uh-oh. put you on the spot here but what i'm gonna do you is are. put you on the spot and yes. say <laughs> do you believe that this first few episodes hit a higher beat than the walking dead in their first few seasons or first few episodes I personally will say yes okay. only because i won't say only the only thing that i will hold the walking dead over mm-hmm. this is the fact that they like you said your if i quote <laughs> your response was that i enjoyed the first what three four seasons you said the first four seasons were very well done in, in walking dead that 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 whole 
So Walking yeah. Dead has how many episodes in each season up until then? 13 episodes. Yeah. So yeah. 10, the show episodes. is yeah. probably not going to have as many show episodes. Sure. So Good point. in that, having that perspective, I get that why my other initial response was that I felt that Walking Dead was quite slow. It was more <laughs> <laughs> Walking Dead. I'm not shitting on the show. No, Everybody I mean, who's no in means, the comments yeah. about to say Shane's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, they'll do I'm, that regardless, buddy. But yes, it, 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 probably. <laughs> I will say that, like, obviously, uh, it, it has a lot more episodes and a, a lot longer span of content to, what's the word, Well, transcribe uh, to a TV show. Because it was yes. originally a comic book. Absolutely. A very lengthy one at that. It was, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but. I get that, and and there's going to be a lot of points. I'm not trying to get too lengthy on this, other than saying just there was a lot more drama. It was, in my opinion, Walking Dead was more about the people who survived yes. talking to each other, figuring right. shit out. Where this is a very more consolidated story about two individuals making their way to whatever it is we don't know but we do <laughs> what they're trying to do and okay. um, as far as we're concerned joel ellie joel wants ellie to go here i made plan test died very upset test said make sure this happens so i'm gonna make sure it happens and it's obviously going to evolve as that, we go along as we of course yeah, yeah yeah yes but that's where we are. Whereas Walking Dead was more about a community of people and all the drama involved in, well, he won't, he, he's going to fuck who, who's going to fuck he, <laughs> and also Carl! And I... <laughs> <laughs> Get your shit together! Oh, anyway. oh, God, dude, I remember. What a what an unlikable little shit Carl was. But he ended up yeah. being... Actually, one of, the better, one of one of the better as he grew up, of mm -hmm. course, one of the mm -hmm. one of the better written characters. That's a and, very and good that's point. That's what I'm trying. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to separate them. It's a very yeah. good point in terms of the zombie zeitgeist of media that we have. Walking Dead at that time presented, as you said, just options upon options of mm -hmm. characters and storylines. More to your point, you know, the main storyline with Rick trying to find his wife and son. He found his wife and son, but oh no, the wife had been having an affair because she was told that he was dead and the it's affair was with his best Shane friend. Guy, and yeah. am I right? <laughs> he's actually one of my he's actually one of my favorite characters during the first few seasons because he was it because of course, of John he, he Bernthal? Went, John Bernthal is one of my favorite actors, absolutely. That had nothing mm. to do with well, a little bit. But it, it had more long to do with the fact that his story was just one of impossible situations. And he was the only one, not to turn this into a walking dead pod, but just a quick overview. Shane got his best friend shot. That was his response. Like he failed to communicate that there was a third gunman. He got his best friend shot. More, more than that, he tried to save his best friend when the world was falling apart. He had to leave his best friend because they were shooting people in the in the hallways, like innocent people. They weren't even, you know, infected or anything, which seems to be like a trend. Uh, if there's a pandemic, mm -hmm. better that you're dead than infect, you know, infecting everybody. Shoot else. everybody. Shoot everybody. And other than that, he got his 
best friend's wife and son out of the city. The I'm sure that the, the it takes two to tango, man. The wife, I'm sure, you know, yeah. in in her grief turned to him, and yeah. he fell in love, and you can't you can't help that. And then on and on and on and on it goes. And yes. the fact <laughs> is, is that he tried his best to his number one priority was how can I keep these two people alive. And then Rick just came into the picture, and I'm not saying that Rick wasn't also a, a you know a well-written character. A it's perfect, just that for me, yeah. Shane was a great representation of in you know a good man who unfortunately fucked up, fucked up and kept <laughs> yeah. fucking up over and over again. But with he, you know, he had good intentions at least. You know, he yeah, yeah. I, I'll give him that. Yeah. Like it, it again. It's a very ridiculous, crazy situation to think about. Imagine your best friend dies. You assume he's dead. Yeah. So you try to look after his wife and kid and continue to do so to the point where, like, you're a family now. And then all of a sudden your best friend's like, oh, hey, I'm actually not dead. Oh, she's not Hello. dead. Yeah, Hello. man. Hello. <laughs> and Hello. people never seem to – didn't really – like – don't remember to grasp that he it wasn't just that the wife and kid lost the you know the husband and father he lost his best friend he lost his yeah brother mm-hmm. so to speak and he did of course yeah, he no, was going like, through grief you he know he would obviously look after them he wouldn't yeah. say oh well fuck my best friend's dead yeah. so y'all are on her own yeah he's gonna do his best to look after him it's just it's very very unfortunate he fell in love yep and that's as Game of Thrones would put it, love is the end of duty at that point. You know, so which uh, yes. Um no no no. Do you have another do you have a segment coming up? What? Segment? Segment. Oh yeah, segment? segment? Yeah, oh. we're gonna go through the uh hold your horses, man. Take it easy. I just did. I just didn't want to draw this out too. No long. no no, it's all good. Because I did have I did have a point to say. About what? Which was if I remember correctly, you know who? What was? The, what's the director's name again? Sorry, of Last of, of Us. The Last of Us. Last. Well, uh, this particular episode, his name is Jeremy Webb, but okay. of the showrunner is uh, Craig Mason, who was the showrunner for Chernobyl, and another the co-showrunner yep, the is the Neil Druckmann. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he. Um, no, no, no. Just to point out, uh, the 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 thing I was gonna bring up kind of ties both our conversations from sure. The Last of Us as well as, funny enough, The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and about the what thing that we were talking about, and is that he was he brought up that what he wants to have a point is that love doesn't necessarily solve everything in the sense that it could be the best thing but it could also be the worst thing because oh, yeah. unconditional love from a parent to to, to an offspring <laughs> to a child offspring yeah. is what i meant to say sure. is that it's it's so primal it's animalistic you in the what was it the second episode where Joel went ham and beat the shit out of that guard it was actually the first, but yeah, no, yeah, was it? I, I, oh, okay. yeah, it was the first, yeah, like because he got a flashback to how helpless he mm-hmm. was with he Sarah. Felt love. He did with it. yeah, he did, and yeah, that was he, a little was bit of the like... old Joel resurrected. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. What a segue! And you know what else is gonna be a segue? Us going into the survivor of the episode, buddy. Oh, survivor of the episode. What did you say? You're gonna have to make me. You're gonna make me choose between Joel and Ellie, <laughs> or somebody else. Could be Kathleen, you know, she 
headed up this whole insurrection. Really? Hen- What's up? I'll give it to Henry. Oh, explain yourself. I like this. What is why? 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 Because yeah. towards the ending of the episode, Deistat, well, when Kathleen first brought up Henry, yeah. I don't remember too much about his story significance. All I know is that he is a gentleman who she wants to kill. Right. And it wasn't until when they were searching for who they, yeah, they didn't the, know who the they were searching that for. They were it was saying, Joel yeah. and Ellie. Yeah, 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 it was Joel and Ellie. Um, they came across a little bit of a hideout, and it yes. showed uh, drawings and all this other stuff. And then she brought up, they can't be far, they're out of food, and Henry wouldn't let Sam starve to death. Yeah, And I was like, ooh, there's a second. There's a second. <laughs> there's there's a second else. part of that. Yes. Yeah, there's okay. another one. So knowing about the two, I had a feeling mm-hmm. I would. I will just like I said at the beginning of this episode, I was not surprised when they when Joel and Ellie went to sleep and they ended up waking up to Henry and Sam. Henry yeah. and Sam. So I was just like, I saw this coming. Kind of didn't, but wasn't sure oh well i saw it coming but i just wasn't sure how they were going to do it right and i thought they did a fantastic job they were just like (laughs) (laughs) you don't say a word and so i knew they were in the area so i will have to give henry and by proxy probably sam a survivor of the episode because they have clearly been doing just that for as long just survive yeah just yeah seem to be doing just fine you know like they Oh, yeah, seem to like, like, like be a step ahead on. of whoever is chasing them, you know, and that's yeah. I mean, like well Joel said, isn't right. yeah, yeah. Joel isn't special ops or anything, yeah, no, no. but he knows his shit, and he got jumped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's also a very good point. He knows about putting up little things to kind of warn him if anybody's coming mm-hmm. close, and he got got. Well, didn't get got. He get got got. Yeah, he get got got. He got got got. I for me. My survivor of the episode is Ellie, because I believe yeah. in her way, she is kind of bringing back to life this buried persona, mm. her his true persona, I would say, uh, of Joel. <laughs> and mm-hmm. in that she is, I want to say, you know, not to compare it too much to like Bill and Frank, but she is taking that kind of position in Joel's life to show him that not everything is just about getting trying to get from one day to the other you know mm-hmm. it's okay if you can be silly it's okay to stay say stupid uh, jokes like yeah and also mm-hmm. she earned her first kill you know she would claim it's not her first but it's the first that we saw and mm-hmm. uh well i'm sure she you know we're gonna get another flashback of the when left behind did. yeah when she did which is a um the left behind dlc for the yeah, first game um her, her friend slash love interest riley riley yes oh yeah good memory yeah it's it's the story of how she ended up getting bitten and that first time Bad that times. she had to do yeah so sad times ahead i'm sure but uh very well said very well put so anything mm. any last parting words as far as this episode was concerned any last little tidbits um, or insights I'm just annoyed the next episode isn't out yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the because thing. HBO doesn't do they that. They did a great they job. Don't drop, yeah, they, yeah, they don't drop it as a binge. They did a great yeah. job. 
Yeah, they did a great job. I mean, I was lucky enough to start watching when three episodes were already out. Oh, yeah. So I got to go one after the other after the other. And now now I got to wait, which <laughs> is a big bummer. Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, this is how it was back in the 90s. And I'm yeah. glad that HBO yeah. has brought that back. Considering that the Super Bowl is this weekend, they moved it to Friday. Did they? Yeah, so It'll still probably I'm be... be the same time, my time, probably. I think. Oh God! Yeah. Well, this is what happened. Two a.m. Monday sudden... mornings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because be right Ireland, Ireland doesn't doesn't really know or care what what the Super Bowl is. So, I know. Uh, to no. the folks that don't know, but Shane is in Ireland. Peace. That's where he resides. So. Yeah, <clears> I don't have okay. HBO. And he doesn't have do I don't HBO. Have HBO. I can't have HBO. <laughs> Yes, I don't <laughs> like it kinda, over here. Sorta, yeah. I mean, we we do have HBO. We just don't have the streaming service that is oh, HBO fine. now. Well, you call it Sky, right? So we have is... Peacock. Yeah, Peacock. Really? Peacock. Wow. Correct. Unbelievable. NBC, but not yes. HBO. Well, makes well makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, like I said, we have those channels. We just yeah. don't. If the, the streaming services don't, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's just saying Shane is miserable. So yes, I'm not miserable. <laughs> I have Netflix, damn it! Fuck off. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, Shane, thanks again, buddy, for oh, being yeah. here and for being a stand-in a to good old Oscar, Oscar friend of the pod. He is hopefully going to be back next uh, next episode, but maybe we can do this as a three three person. Because you're now oh, part yeah, of the I would, yeah. I would absolutely love that. Oh yeah, Cat Shane producing many of our episodes to come. So, thanks so much, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. That was the Last of Us episode four. Geek. Thanks again so much for you guys to listening in. Thanks so much to my partner in crime, Shane, a producer in crime, Shane, uh, uh, for his shh, added. They don't need to know that. Though. No, they do not. Thank you guys so much again for listening in and please if you have any suggestions or anything else that you want us to cover please let us know at free underscore topic pod uh, on Instagram. We are going to be going into the TikTok sphere sooner rather than later so look out for that. And also I want to drop this here now I want to make sure that folks at home know we are cooking up a new, yes please count to 10. So I can can catch it. I'm going to put this out here. We are coming up with a new series. I don't want to say quite what it is yet, but all I know is that it has quite the passionate and quite the divisive fan base. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Ooh. Yeah, we're cooking up something big. Who so look out for. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, buddy. But we are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks so much. Thank you again, Shane. Thank you again, yes, you're listeners. Very and we will see Always you next time. This has been Free Topic. I wonder if it rains in, in Ireland as much as the movies make it out what? to be. It rains a lot. <laughs> really? Yeah, not lately. Just because, I don't know. Global you warming, guys have probably. rainbows? Yes, we have rainbows all the time. Shooting stars? And blue moons. Blue moons. <laughs> Red balloons, pots of gold, and rainbows.
<laughs> and horseshoes.